You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What it is, what it do, what the Fresh Take and 7K picks. Hope everyone had a holiday, a happy season. Joshua Adam Lamar that with the Senator. Senator, how is it going? And hope uh, happy belated birthday to the Senator. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Honestly, it's been it's been good, man. It's um one of the best parts about this whole like when as you get older and stuff like that, is that you start to look at life a little bit differently each day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that also means that starting the start of January you'll have the return of Senator's Journey to Healing. So those are those right. are com- making a comeback very shortly. Nice. Well, I'm excited to see that. Uh, man, a lot going on right now. My, my Tar Heels are in a bowl game against Oregon, so I'll have 2% of my attention on that during this. <laughs> right now they're beating uh, beating the Oregon Ducks, too. Uh, the interesting thing about this bowl game with the Ducks and the Tar Heels is we're going to be talking about this a lot because it's been brought up a lot right now uh, with this quarterback class of the draft this year and things that are going to are happening with the team we're about to talk about, but Bo Nix and Drake may are both in this uh, bowl game and both are showcasing off their talent and both are guys that can go high in the draft next year, along with Caleb Williams. Those are kind of the three you keep on hearing for next year is Bo Nix, who was a transfer from Auburn that went to Oregon. And then you hear about Drake may uh, the Carolina quarterback. And then obviously Caleb Williams, who seems to be the top prize next year. It's going to be, honestly, it's going to be very interesting, like the next, um, the the ending of this season and going into next season, it's going to be very interesting to see like people's positionings and stuff like that. I think we'll see more teams going into the season next year being okay to suck because of what Caleb Williams is is potential to be and what we're seeing out of Drake May right now. And you're hearing that a lot. Like I listened to a podcast today and they kind of talked about that same thing of like this quarterback class coming in in 2024 is so special that some teams will be like, if we, like if you're a Texans, you may even like, Hey, let's take Carter or Will Anderson. We don't care. We don't care if we suck one more season. We have this Brown, these Browns picks. We'd rather just be terrible one more season and get Caleb Williams or Drake may. And I think you may see a few other teams. I mean, even your Hawks, uh, your Hawks, your Falcons are kind of playing with house money. I've seen a few people like, well, the Falcons could be a team that land draft a quarterback. Why? You know, Desmond Ritter has looked okay. He's looked a little shaky times, but okay. But Falcons are going to, they just drafted a quarterback. They're going to be in no rush to draft a quarterback in the draft this year. They have a nice pick. They'll take the best available player, but I guarantee you the Falcons will not take a quarterback in that top 10. I highly doubt that you'll see the Falcons take a quarterback in this in this draft. Um, if anything, you might see them sign a veteran quarterback yeah. for one or two years on on a small contract, just because with the salary cap that we're gonna have next season, that's where you can really start to get some young, like wide receivers and stuff like that. On top of it, yeah. Um, you got some draft equity that you can do. And the one thing I will say about the Falcons are they draft really well. Mm-hmm. So if with the salary cap and a few extra draft picks after that really trade and everything like that, 
it's a it's a it's gonna be an interesting year for the Falcons next season. So, and I said for Desmond Ritter, I said I mean you've talked about this what like during Saturdays and Sundays and stuff like that. He just has to work on his accuracy. Mm-hmm. His accuracy is not there right now, but he's I'm not gonna compare him to Josh Allen, but we saw Josh Allen in the first season when he was there. His Struggled. accuracy wasn't wasn't there either, right? Like yeah. this is something where you get a few more first team reps, you get to start bringing a couple veteran wide receivers and things like that, and just get him more comfortable. Are you kind of uh, counting the Falcons out now at this point? Are you kind of were in, in tank mode in your mind now? I don't think right now we're too far along to tank like to necessarily tank. Um, I just think at this point right now, just try to keep developing the young people. So like make sure that Ritter and Drake London's chemistry continue to grow. Aguilar. That's going to be crucial. Aguilar, make sure he, because he should be up there for rookie of the year. I'm not saying he should win. I'm saying he should get some votes for rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Hunt, Huntley's uh, injured, but like all that type of stuff, try to reduce how much you use um, Patterson, that type of stuff. And just Arthur Smith has been a great coach. Mm -hmm. There's some, there's some positive things there. Uh, Let's go to our top story. Yep. It it seems that the Derek Carr era is done in Las Vegas. Derek will be heading to, not even playing. He's it, they they say bench, but he will not be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not going to be dressed for the next two games as Chase Gabbers will be the backup and Jared Stidham will be the lead quarterback. Now, there's a lot of reasons for this. Let's go into the financial side for the Raiders. Uh, if Derek got injured, they would owe him a substantial amount of money if there was an injury. So they're protecting their investment on that side and also. For Vegas, there's a chance, yes, they have an outside chance to make the playoffs. There's also a chance before they even take the field against San Francisco this Sunday that they're already eliminated from the playoffs. And I think it's more than fair to say that the Raiders are not going to make the playoffs. They need too much stuff to happen. And their two opponents are possibly one and two, if not one and three in Super Bowl favorites right now, somewhere in top three in Super Bowl favorites right now with the Niners and Kansas City with both needing these games for playoff positioning right now so uh for Carr, it's we just saw him really fall down statistically this year the interceptions really piled up you saw in that pittsburgh game he cost in the pittsburgh game i know some people want to say oh josh mcdaniel's coach that game and sure josh's game management wasn't great but Carr cost him that game you could argue Carr cost them some some of the other games they had this year but the pittsburgh game specifically you look at that last pass to Hunter Renfro, way, way, way ahead of him. A very bad pass, and there was a few others. Uh, you saw that pick six that he had against Seattle. They did win that game, but it was terrible in that one as well. He just has had terrible accuracy this year. And you talked about your quarterback and Desmond Ritter. You can have that if you're a rookie. You're a nine-year veteran in this league. You can't have that. And I've seen a lot of Raider fans being like, before this, we had nothing. We had to go through Jason Campbell and Jamarcus Russell and Kerry Collins, and it was quarterback carousel for nine years. I'm like, yeah, it was. And it was. But in nine seasons, Derek has, as a quarterback, gotten the team to the playoffs twice. He's only played in one of those games that has zero playoff wins. 
at, at nine years time, I think you've kind of seen now that the experiment is just not going to work. I also, the problem, the problem with Derek Carr, to tell you the truth, is is an organizational thing, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's a it's a struggle for a player if you're not sure if you have to go through so many playbooks, right? Like you have to go through so many Six. playbooks. You got to yeah, like it's just it's just insane. So I think the I think he did what he could have done on that team. I also think that there was a a lot of pressure on him to to win a lot of these games as soon as Adams got signed mm-hmm. and people don't really take in consideration all the injuries, all the, like the defense besides for like, Crosby, never had a top 20 defense. I think in like, 2016 we did. I think we had a top 20 defense, but that's the only time he's had a top 20 defense. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff that, that he had to overcome. So like for me, I don't, as a, as a person that just watches football and enjoys watching football Seeing some of the negative conversations when it comes to Derek Carr, I think was unnecessary to a certain extent. But I also do understand why the criticisms are there. If I was the Raiders, I would have done the same thing though. I would have yeah. I would sit him. I'm not taking any risk of injuring him if if I'm gonna try to trade or if I'm gonna like whatever my plan is at this point right now, you can't risk an injury that's the biggest thing and how good is your salary cap next season so at this point right now i believe it was 32 so if they cut car they can get up to 35 mil because he has a 40 million overall so it'll be 5 million if they cut him or trade him it's three days after the super bowl Mm -hmm. there's also a part where they can cut darren or trade darren waller and up that a little bit more. There may be something for Hunter Renfro as well if they want to go full out on this. And I should add before you go on too, I've seen all these people like, well, not only Josh McDaniels just cost himself, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs. Not exactly. Devontae Adams can hoot and holler all he wants about Carr being gone. He is on the start of a five-year deal. And we saw this with Debo Samuel last year. I want to trade. I want to trade. I want to trade. Going to nightclubs, trade me, trade me, trade me. Nope, we own your rights. The Raiders do not have to trade him if they do not want to. So just because he may be unhappy does not mean the Raiders have to trade him. Josh Jacobs, oh, he's so mad, he's unhappy. The franchise take exists. Mm -hmm. So again, just because these guys seem unhappy at this point, the Raiders own their rights at this very point. So even if Jacobs does want to leave and let's say go to Buffalo, the Raiders have every right to trade them. So those three assets that the Raiders do, if they do want to leave the Raiders, guess what? All three of them are going to be players that qualify potentially for first round picks. Yeah, and then on, even on top, even on top of that, if you really want to look at it, it's as a position when you're looking position wise, a lot of times you don't win with a quarterback that you have to pay too much to, right? No, like, look at the Niners why, right now. Yeah, this is why everyone invests in. Like that's why when you're on the rookie contract and they think that you're good, they try to s- stack your team. Yeah. And if you look at who you guys possibly may have with Stidham, right? That's his name. Yeah. With him starting, it's not like he has no experience in the NFL, right? Yeah. Like he has, he has some, he's not, he's not a top 15 quarterback at all, but all you need 
at that point is somebody that can come in and just keep the ship floating. You don't need a superstar. You just need somebody that can be accurate. And over these next two games, that's what he that's what he can be out there to prove. If he can just if he can not lose the game, you guys can just invest in your defense, which is what you guys need to do. The offense is the offense has enough weapons. Your defense yeah. is not there. And like you said, Carr just wasn't accurate this season. But I also think that goes with going through six different playbooks in a nine-year career. Like it is, yeah. It is when you have somebody that doesn't have that much NFL experience. We talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. You you dumb down the playbook. When you have somebody that's making up to 40 million, that's usually when you try to give them the complex playbook. Just dumb it down. And that's what you're yeah. gonna see over the next two next two games. I, I've said this today to a few people. They're like, Are you worried about Devontae leaving? I'm like, well, no, because we have him on deal. The only person I would be really upset if we pissed off would be Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. That to me, he's the best player on the team. Devontae is great. Josh Jacobs is great. Max is the most valuable player on this team because defensive players like him do not grow in trees. All respects to Devontae and all respects to Josh. Those players more and more are growing on trees. Special wide receivers, special running backs. Skill-wise, Devontae is yeah, he's he's a different level on the team. But as far as personnel-wise, Max Crosby is your most important player that you have to yeah, maintain. That's a great way to play relationship so, with. So uh I, I think a part of this too is they want to they want to invest in the in in car if they do side the trade. I mean, look, there's still an outside chance. This is just also for tanking purposes as mm-hmm. well. They're like, we don't want to take a chance that we can win these games against San Francisco or Kansas City. Car's gonna get smashed. There's no point injuring him. At this point, one way or another, rather we want to trade him or move on from him. So we might as well just sit him for these final two games. Say, Derek, thank you for the season. Just sit, and then we'll make our decision. Now, the important thing about this is, too, is if this is going to happen for the Raiders to cut him or trade him, Senator, this has to happen fast because after three days after the Super Bowl, they will owe him the full $40 million and then the dad, the dead cap is... I think it's almost 35 million. I believe I could be incorrect, but then the dead cap is to a point where you're like, it's not worth it to cut him. And then you kind of, maybe you draft a young quarterback, then you let him sit behind him next year. But at that point, if Carr, if you decide to stay with Carr, I think the team would be at a position to be like, well, we would make more sense to at least draft someone that can help us for the coming season. Um, I, I put it like this. I put it 5% chance that Carr stays 45% chance that they cut him and 50% chance that they trade him. I agree with that analysis. And to tell you the truth, I was thinking about this uh, over the past two days, actually, because I was really trying to, I was really trying to think about like where he could go. And we, and you threw, you floated out the team out there. Yeah. I'm going to float the team out there because I think that they would be, crazy enough to do this Colts yeah well that's that's the one the 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 ones you've seen a lot is the Colts have been the one that's been the most out there right Colts have been out there quite a bit Colts inquired about Derek before they went after Matt Ryan last year Mm -hmm. right so they tried to go after him beforehand 
Um, I've seen your Falcons around sniffing around Carr. I don't think that'll happen. I I, I think there's too much the Saints, too much money. Too much. I think money. it's if I really had to put it, if Derek gets traded, I think there's four teams. You can correct me if you think there's any other ones. I, I think the team you just talked about, the Colts, the Jets, uh, the Texans, and the Saints. I think those are the four. Um, I don't know necessarily about the Saints. because Well, the salary. Saints is because of the salary, yeah. But they always do gymnastics to make things yeah, work. That is so. True. But that's yeah. usually that's usually off a of signing, not off mm-hmm. for trading, right? So that's well, yeah. I mean, and this could be a case of Carr gets cut, right? Yeah. So if he gets if he gets cut, then I then I have the Saints up there. If he doesn't get cut, and it's a trade, I think I think those three teams that you said definitely would go after him, and I would put Geno up there. Mm. I would put the Seahawks up there. I think, gun to my head, I would probably pick the Jets out of that. But I will say for the Texans, you got to think the Raiders are at least going to put the offer out there. First overall pick mm-hmm. for our first pick and another pick, and you get Carr, and then they go up and they take Bryce Young. I, you got to think that. But there's also the conspiracy people are out there today and be like, this was the NFL's way to get Brady and Gronk to Vegas because it's going to drive revenue crazy next year. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl is in Vegas. The You have the attraction next year of Brady and Gronk with uh, McDaniels in Vegas. And I'm kind of wondering if that is the plan for the Raiders right now, is the plan is get rid of Carr, try to get this asset, bring in Brady, Gronk comes out of retirement, you're going to cut Waller. I uh, don't agree with that decision, but I'm wondering more and more if this is where the Raiders are going. I don't see. I, I could. Okay, so here's the here's the issue with that, right? The only issue with that is that I don't see Brady coming on the low, coming for the low again. Um, because I think his contract is up after this season. Yeah, he's a free he's agent. A, he's a free agent, so. But the problem is he would have to come in on the low. Even if you even if you were to cut Waller, yeah, he still has to come in on the low because I don't see Brady going to that team unless they pay for some defense, right? Like they, yeah. he needs like a top twelve defense in order for for them to go. So if he does go, it's because he's going for like a ten million dollar contract, and Gronk is. If Gronk does come, he's coming for like a four million, five million contract, just yeah, just so they can spend about twenty mil on the defense. Like that's the only way I really see that happening. But it is the NFL. We 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 saw Von Miller get paid how many, how much on his Buffalo Bills contract, and yeah. it's pretty much all on the back end once he retires. He even well, even if that he wanted to retire this season if he didn't get hurt, so. Well, I, I wonder, so you, you brought up Seattle. If Seattle's sitting in the third with that Denver pick right now, would Seattle consider trading that third overall pick, going back to where the Raiders are, taking Carr and switching plays with the Raiders? All of a sudden, you're the Raiders. You now have a chance to take Carter or Will Anderson to stack that defense in, and you put the rest of the money towards defense outside of getting, let's say, a Brady and Gronk. You take Jacobs. Uh, and then, I mean, you look at that offense right now, just from a Brady side of things, mm-hmm. that offense is pure Brady. He's the, he, this will be the best receiver 
he's played with since Randy Moss, all respect to Mike Evans, but by far the best receiver he's played with since Randy Moss. He has a slot guy in Hunter Renfro. That's Julian Edelman 2.0 for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy like Matt Collins would be a dream for him to play with as well, as far as a slot guy. And then depending what they do with the tight end situation, if they keep Waller and then add Bronk, that's even more dangerous of having those two tight end sets that he would have. That would be a from the offensive side for Brady it lines up exactly what Brady has been looking likes to have as far as an offense. I do agree with you though. The defense is going to be where the big answers are for Brady. As a cons- as I look at things more and more and more where the tea leaves are going, I think that's where this team is going. And I I also could see the the question is though is if you bring in Brady and you have that top six pick, I mean potentially top eight. I think the worst mm-hmm. it could be now at this point. There's like some people like, well, you draft Brady, you you get Brady and you draft CJ Stroud, for example, right? The Ohio State quarterback. Like if you bring Brady in, you're not taking a quarterback with that top 10 pick. You're either trading it for a better asset or you're getting the best available player in that draft. There's no, hey, we're just going to draft a young quarterback for the future. Brady's not coming there for that. Nope. And we've, we already know like when you do draft what might be his potential replacement, how Brady reacts when it comes to that. So you're not going to do anything like that, especially even if you're not even just looking at Brady, if you look at Rodgers, like when they drafted Jordan Love instead of drafting like a receiver, like there's just just so many, once you reach a certain level, the only team right now that should be thinking about drafting a backup quarterback, even though probably won't play for the next four years, is Denver if yeah. when you're looking at that veteran quarterback situation, right? Like anybody, every other team, if they have a veteran quarterback, they're probably, and they're in the quarterback market, it's probably because they're looking for somebody to start right then and there yeah, and have that veteran as the backup. But those people that's been in the year for, in the league for 10 plus years that plan to play for, whether it's, two more years or three more years, you're not drafting their backup at that point. Like it just doesn't happen. So I've kind of talked about where I think, I I think before I get to ask this question to you, I think the other option that I could see from, from Vegas is it could be a situation too of that. They bring in a Jimmy G or a veteran level quarterback next year. I mean, like we're just going to ride with this veteran level quarterback. We're going to take the best defensive defensive player available in the draft and if we suck next year and then we fall to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May, we're totally okay with that. Yes, but your problem is you Devontae. can't go after it. No, you can't go after a Jimmy G for that. Because all Jimmy G does is mm. win. Yeah, like, that's, true. that's like as much as people want to talk about whatever, yes, he does get injured a lot, but when he's playing, he wins. So so really quickly, so looking at the top nine in the uh, in the draft right now, because mm-hmm. the Eagles are 10, so whatever. The Eagles can do whatever the hell they want there. Um, Houston right now has technically owns a second pick, and I don't even think it matters if they do switch with the Bears. I believe the Houston Texans will take Bryce Young. Whether they finish second or first of that pick, they will take Bryce Young. Um, the Chicago Bears and the Seahawks, it's going to be a flip-flop of Carter – or Anderson, I don't think the Seahawks will draft a quarterback there. They will roll one more year with Geno. That's the case. Then it gets to Arizona, Indy, and you, and I don't really 
I mean, Arizona is the interesting one because they just locked in to Kyler. And I know Kyler's had these injuries and everything like that, but I don't see them going after, let's say, C.J. Stroud or Will Leaves, the Kentucky quarterback. No, they're not going after a quarterback at that at that point. They paid way too much money for it. Indy could be one of those teams. If Indy doesn't do a trade for Carr, then that could potentially be one of the teams. Atlanta, like I said, I don't think they're taking the quarterback. Uh, And then the two teams right now before Vegas, and I think at least one of these teams will jump Vegas, which is Carolina. I think Carolina will pass Vegas as far as the draft order goes. Uh, Carolina potentially could use that pick to draft a quarterback. They could go after CJ or Will. And then the most interesting one is the Lions of – do they, I think Jared Goff is a free agent after this season. Mm-hmm. Do they go after one of those young quarterbacks? The Lions are a very interesting case because Jared Goff did enough for that team this season. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, even, even some of the games where they lost, you can't really put that blame on Goff, right? So like, it's a, it's interest. It's going to be interesting to see what the Lions do. I think Dan Campbell. I think Dan Campbell has uh, affection for Goff. Yeah, and I think that he, Dan Campbell, seems like that personality where it's like, if everybody's writing you off, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna stick with you, and that's what Jared Goff was when they sent him over to Detroit. I don't yeah. think anyone was really expecting the season that they had this year. And you don't really hear a lot of talk towards what Goff has been doing. You always hear whether it's the defense or you hear like uh, Williams, like you hear every other player really mentioned except Goff. I have Goff on my fantasy team. He gave me points every time. I think there was only one week where he he didn't really give me points. Like he's yeah. been, he's been playing. Like he's been, he's been balling out there. So there's, so my, I guess my question now is for you is, um, what do you think the Raiders do with Carr? What would and what would you do with Carr? And where do you think he's gonna go? Um, trade him. Um, I would trade him. Who would I trade him to though? Do you want him if out he- of the AFC? If he gets traded, I'm going with the Colts. Yeah. All right. Um, if he, because first, I know as much as I know as much as he hasn't really played that much, but I just think that team rallied around Mike White, and the fans are behind Mike White right now. So I yeah. think you actually have to give him a shot. And if they sneak into the playoffs, I think it's his job. Yeah, like he has he has two games to solidify, even. And here's the thing, even if he doesn't, even if they miss the playoffs, but he was hooping like he was like if he was playing like how he did against the Bills, where he was just giving it at all, and you win over those fans, I think they're gonna be pissed if unless you unless you bring in a big name. It has to be like a Rodgers that comes in. Yeah, like, that's at that point, happen. right? He's a free agent, by the way, too, by the way, Mike White. That's someone if I were the Raiders, I would be looking at because he kind of what you talked about. He's a low interest value that you could put in. And if I'm some of these other teams, I would put into that Uh, because I think you and I both think the Dolphins are done and that the Jets have a chance to take that still take that spot back. I think the yeah, I think the Dolphins are done. Um, 
the Jets definitely do. I think now that it's known that Mike White is going to be the starting quarterback, because if you look at yardage wise, he just comes in and just he just plays. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's 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 a blue collar quarterback to tell you the truth. So, and I think for him, he also knows that this is for a contract. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta ball out on these next ones. You're you're not gonna get the Josh Allen paycheck, but you could get a four year, maybe not four year. Well, you might get a Tyler Heineke contract, mm-hmm. uh, a two year, twenty four mil, and then you can go in, prove yourself that first year, and renegotiate for an extension. You know what I mean? Like so. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but the Dolphins, man, the Dolphins is, yeah. If we, if you want to talk bad. about the Dolphins, like... well, I will say really quickly, like for this quarterback class, now like Carr will be the big target. It would be the Matt Stafford level trade probably that we have in the playoffs, where everyone will go crazy that that it happened and where it goes, right? But you mentioned a guy like Mike White. I, I wonder if teams depending what San Francisco does and looking at what Purdy does are going to value those level quarterbacks. And there's two of them that I look at right now. Mike White is one of them who will be a free agent. Mm -hmm. And another one is a guy that we haven't got a chance to see a lot of, but had a great preseason preseason, but it's Sam Howell on the commanders. When you get it, we saw he Mm -hmm. had a great, great preseason and he's stuck there right now in Washington. Now Wentz is back in the quarterback position, but I would believe that one of those teams is going to inquire like, well, we saw what Brock Purdy did. Why would we go and spend all this money on Derek Carr or even Jimmy G, for example, even Brady, when we could just go pay a low interest and see what we could get out of Sam Howell? And if we suck, then that's okay because we'll be in the Caleb Williams sweet stakes. That's why I look at, like, that's why for my team, like I said, Ritter has to deal with accuracy. Right. Yeah. But if you don't think that he's fully ready to take over the team, Atlanta, go get Mike White. There you go. Give him a give him. We have salary cap space this year. This is a year where if you wanted to give somebody a two year deal, cool. We've already sat down there and ate dead cap cap space with with Julio and Ryan for how long? Like, this is the time where we can make some small moves. And someone's going to talk himself into Zach Wilson. Oh no, for sure. Zach Wilson is getting traded. Yeah. Don't know where. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get traded to Carolina. He might be the person <laughs> to go to Carolina. But um, yeah, the, yeah, there's so many quarterback questions I had. Like the Carol Sam Darnold may own Sam Darnold's a free agent too, by the way. And yep. he's kind of you know, I it's kind of with Stidham too. Stidham's a free agent. Like mm-hmm. some of these guys in the next two weeks are showcasing off the town. Baker. You know, Baker's mm-hmm. been good now for three games in a row. Baker has been good. Uh, and Baker will be a big free agent maybe now, it, it, but I almost wonder if Baker has integrated himself into the Rams and kind of found someone in, in McVay that he may even re-sign back with the Rams next year with whatever's happening with staff. Cause you're starting to hear some retiring rumors now with staff mm-hmm. a little bit. So, you know, Baker, you know, gets, he, he hasn't even played with Cooper cup yet. No. He hasn't played with Allen Robinson, I don't think. He, he's just been playing with the backups there, and they didn't have Cooper Cup. They, I think, who's their best wideout option right now? Is it Higby? 
I guess. Higby would be their best. And they put up 50 on the best, one of the best defenses in the NFL, which is, is what I was told about the Broncos. Yeah, but that we already saw the effects of that like yeah. the next day. But um yeah, no, there's a few there's a few quarterbacks right now that are really in limbo. But I think that there's kind of a hierarchy on I think Heineke's a free agent after this. Heineke's a free agent. Yeah, I'll get the list here because there is a few. It's actually a pretty crazy running back and quarterback free agency class next year. Yeah, like because what I'm looking because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there's a few of those guys that came in, played their role, and may have just got done enough where they might not be a starter on a team, but they'll be QB two and get a contract. You so know? here, like, here they are, and there's there's a few. It's it's a inter- like even just backups, guys that will take a chance to be a backup next year and fight for jobs. Yeah. Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy G, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, uh, Case Keenan, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Mike White, uh, Lamar Jackson. We didn't talk about that, but I think we're all assuming he's going to get tagged, yeah. but that'll be an interesting free agent thing. We talked about Tyler Heineke. He's uh, a free agent. Uh, Drew Locke, I'm sure some team will convince themselves that he is matured and we can bring him in and maybe make him a guy. Uh, Tyler Huntley, who right now is a fourth alternate for the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, and Gardner Menchu is also a free agent. And I think some team will talk themselves into Gardner Menchu. Yeah, you're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to see some interesting stuff over the next couple, the next couple months. Yeah, I'll give you the running backs before we move on to. It's gonna start with it's gonna start with Carr though. Carr and yeah. Brady are gonna be the two. Yeah, they'll then, set the market. Yeah, yeah, those. I think wherever Carr goes, then that will kind of like for example, if Carr goes to the Colts, that fifth pick changes. Now, if that, I saw some people talk rumor wise today, so ignore it. But mm-hmm. like, oh, the the Colts would just trade the fifth, the first pick straight up for Carr. I'm like, I don't think Jim Irsay is that stupid. No. But if he was, that is idiotic. Like I think people, I think people think that Jim Irsay is not the smart man that he is because of the Jeff Saturday hire after yeah. the thing. But if you really think about it, Jim Irsay was just like, "Yo, who's somebody that I know, that I trust, that can come in to just finish out the season? Like we yeah. start, we haven't played well. Let's." Let's just get through the season, right? Like, it's it's okay. Like, it's not that it's not that bad. Uh, just before we move on, the free agent running backs I was talking about is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingram, Rex Birdhead, uh, Raheem Mozart, Dante Foreman, um, uh. Pernier on the uh, P Ryan on the, on the Bengals, Boston Scott has been looking for his chance to shine. Uh, it's uh yeah, it's pretty crazy. Jeff Wilson, Sony Michelle, Kenyon Drake, uh, Marlon Mack will be looking to David Montgomery is, is out there. Uh, Devin Singletary is out there. Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. You know, what would be the scariest thing though. Hmm. Thinking about this, thinking about that list. If, the Bengals lose P. Ryan and pick up a Dante Foreman 
or mm-hmm. a Pollard. I know. Like I'm just thinking about like one team that if they lost one of those one of their running backs and picked up one of those running backs, that Bengals team would be ridiculous if they had a Pollard or a or a Dante yeah. Freeman for them. Yeah. And so before we move on for the we're talking about the regular season now because this car news is like the first kind of yeah. off season side. We'll I think we'll try in the main side of the off season. We'll be running with you until at least maybe worse. We'll go weekly, and then as the draft comes, we'll go bi-weekly with which is everything going in the offseason. You're not going to lose us. I, I had a few people ask me, like, oh, we're going to lose 7K? No. We'll still be there. It might get a little bit sporadic, and there'll be breaking news pods here and there when stuff happens. But I and, know and, less. And importantly, and importantly, the just so you guys know, if there's not big news and stuff like that, then it'll probably just be smaller podcasts. But yep. like we'll still throw something out there. There won't be an hour, hour and a half. There'll probably be like thirty minutes just to talk about what's exactly. going on and and moving forward. Yeah, uh, we were last season's uh, off season was mental. I think we're already lining up. Oh yeah, for just an when you have names like Tom Brady going around and Gronk is starting to talk about stuff, and I listed some of the running backs and some of the quarterbacks that were going on there. And, you know, it's a, it's a decent draft class, but also the sense of having a guy like with the NHL right now, you know, people are watching the world juniors and they're seeing Connor Berard and he's going nuts. And the NBA has Victor Wampanyama mm-hmm. and NBA teams are starting to see, be like, Hey, you know, Kate Cunningham, he's, he's hurt for the year. You're going to kind of see NFL teams next year. Like I said, like, yeah, Caleb Williams, Drake may, you know, oh, yeah, uh, but let's move on to, uh, the the regular season, um, the NFL uh, senator. It turns out it does really good ratings. Uh, and Christmas Day, uh, that Packers Dolphins game did twenty five million. Uh, Broncos Rams did twenty two. Bucks cards went down a little bit to seventeen. Comparatively to the NBA, uh, six seventy uh, sixers and Knicks four million. Lakers Mavs four million. Bucks and Celtics peaked at six. Grizz Warriors at four and Suns and Nugs at two. So, yeah, I do wonder next year with the NFL, it's on a Monday, they got to do three games again. It's so here's here's the thing about here's the thing about um, the NFL and the NBA. This just actually shows the difference in the viewership, right? Like it shows the dominance that NFL has created when it comes to the Thursday nights the Sundays and the Monday nights, right? Like this is just what it shows. NBA was always that one that you watched on, on Christmas. Also the games weren't that good. If we really want to, if we want to be honest, None on, of the both, games on both games sides, good. Yeah. except the best game out of all of them were probably green Bay, green Bay, Miami. Yeah. But once you see a 20 point blowout in basketball, you're going to switch the channel. Like yeah. on and Twitter or Instagram or whatever, your group chats will keep you updated. If, if, Oh man, they're about to blow a 20 point lead. Then you tune back in football. It's one of those ones where the games are just long enough where you can cook while, while just having the game on in the background and you don't necessarily need to watch everything right like you turn your head back 
you see the instant replay. So those TVs are going to be on regardless. And those fan bases are, are insane, even though those two last games were absolutely horrible. Yeah. One, because it, it was a blowout very early. And the second one, because Brady hasn't looked good. And whoever the quarterback for. I think it's Trace McSorley. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> like, they, they, yeah. they just weren't weren't anything but it did provide a lot of drama the next day with Denver having to make that decision of which one who are they going to let go of the guy that who's they just gave a contract extension to they can't or or the guy that they hired because they wanted Bray, um wanted Rodgers and didn't land him yeah uh we'll go back to the Broncos thing in two seconds Tim Brown Raider Hall of Fame receiver uh just put out a tweet saying Raiders, I don't know the background of this Derek Carr fiasco that's been playing out today, but if it's anywhere close to being what's reported, Josh must be fired for Fernando McDaniels. No matter what you think of his play this year, he deserves better than this. Uh, I'm sure there's vets out there, quarterbacks in this league, that see this and be like, ain't no way I want to go to this fucking team. Yeah, McDaniels was not good. But that's but I think that leads credence to what you were saying when you were talking about the Brady effect, right? Because I feel like if Brady was to go there, Brady would be a person that would go there and he would tell McDaniels what he's doing. Yeah. Like that's a there's a there's a difference. There's some people that go in there, they as head coaches, they might power trip, they might think whatever, but then there's certain people that they know they can't do that to. And I think that's why you see Bruce Arian retire the this year. Because he was like, I'm not doing this back and forth stuff with Brady anymore, right? Yeah. Like, and if Brady was to go there, if Gronk was to go there, both of them are going to be telling McDaniel's, "No, we're not running this play. Yeah. We're doing this." Right? Like, there's a there's a difference. It's moving to the Broncos stuff now. So you you were, we're talking about Nathaniel Hackett. He gets the axe. Back to back years now, we've seen a, a coach can't even finish off his first year. Urban Meyer last year, mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett this year. Uh, I don't know where Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe he goes back to the Packers. I don't. I don't know. Um, I will say, I don't know how much of the blame is on him compared to Russ. I mean, you, we had the whole Russ fighting with the O line fiasco. We had the birthday fiasco. If it wasn't for that dead cap hit. Even with the draft stock they traded for him, I guarantee you Russell Wilson would not be on this team next year if it wasn't for the dead cap. Man, Pete Carroll's out there laughing like crazy over there. Just, yeah. just man. He was, he's looking at this draft, looking at what he can, what weapons he can pick up, and be like, "How can I improve the team off of this off of this ridiculous trade that I did?" Nathaniel Hackett, unfortunately, he. Like I said, he was only really brought in to get Rodgers. That didn't happen. He wasn't prepared, really prepared for what he was what he was there to do. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't if Packers make playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if that week you hear Nathaniel Hackett was hired back by the Green Bay Packers because Rodgers was like, Hey, yeah, that's that's my guy. And they're not really happy with Joe Brady either. So Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Nathaniel Hackett ends up on the Packers. He had an unfair deal, but here's the thing. It happens to quarterbacks, I mean, to coaches all the time, right? We see this with black coaches all the time. They get the quick axe. 
then they end up just being OCs for like the rest of OCs or DCs for the rest of their career, right? So um that's about what's happened to Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is heading that way. Uh it's unfortunate, but that's exactly what's happening. So it sucks. We already saw videos of uh um the O-line fighting on the sideline this past weekend. Like it mm-hmm. just it's it's just a crap show down in Denver and as an as the new owner of the team, he had to make a change. He couldn't because you don't want people to start saying to start talking about how you're a horrible owner already. You had to make that change. So mm-hmm. good move. Sucks for Nathaniel Hackett, but he'll get hired somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, and you saw the Sean Payton stuff today. I gotta tell you, Bronco fans. I don't think that's happening. Uh, if I were a Betty man, I think Sean Payton's going back to the Saints. Um, I oh first first uh first choice is the Saints. Yeah, but that also depends on who they get as a quarterback. He's not going. He's not going there if it's Winston and and Dalton. He's going back there if there is. They don't even got to be the best quarterback they just have to be more competent than those two i heard brady for them but brady make i don't uh, the the raiders make more sense for brady because of the weapons at mm-hmm. least that he, i mean i guess you have kamara and you have Olave, but just with i think too when you look at new orleans compared to what vegas is brady's going to make a business decision with vegas mm-hmm. right and look to even if they're not happy with the defense like you said he's going to look at vegas and be like well I can be a showcase in Vegas. I can do all this stuff in Vegas and market myself in Vegas and retire in Vegas and all that kind of shit. Right. Plus Brady's single. So mm-hmm. Vegas would not be the worst place for him to go. New Orleans. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I mean, I would think I would look at a Jimmy G. I would look at a Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. I would look at a Mike White. I think those are the guys that New Orleans will be looking at. I mean, you face the saints more than any of our teams do. Yeah. Are the Saints just a quarterback away? Because I think that was the case, but now I don't think that's the case anymore. They they fight hard, and maybe they'll get into this wild card spot. I think it's probably going to be Carolina or Tampa, but uh, I don't think they're just a quarterback away. Um, they're not just a quarterback away. One of the biggest issues that they do have all the time too is injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, they they get injured injured so often, and I'm talking about like their wide wideouts, right? So. Um, I think a quarterback is going to improve them. I don't think it's just they're a quarterback away, though. Mm-hmm. But I also want to shout out um Ed Reed because he just got hired on as a head coach. Yeah, he did. So that's going to be that's going to be one of those ones where that's something else to watch for college football because Ed Reed was the man. So yeah, we got Prime and we got Mike and we got Mike Bay and we got. Um... And we got Ed Reed now, so that's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, those press conferences are gonna be hilarious because Ed Reed is one of those one of those guys that when he starts talking, you're like, all right, I gotta listen. So yeah. Um, the the most bizarre news that happened maybe 20 minutes after the car uh, news happened is that Beckham. We're still waiting to see what happens with Odell. I, I at this point. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even, I'm not going to make a prediction. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with Odell. 
but apparently now that the Cowboys are talking to Terrell Owens, 49 year old Terrell Owens, I don't think, and I could be wrong. I don't think in any sport we've ever seen an athlete be inducted to the hall of fame and then return to the sport. We've seen it obviously in in wrestling. Well, you know, it's sport, uh, NFL is sports entertainment. So this is true. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't think we've ever seen that. I had that someone. I, I I was like, did Gordy How did the Mew do it? I was wondering, or Gordy How? Like I thought maybe if any mm-hmm. player did it, maybe a hockey player did it. But I don't think any athletes ever done that. Unless is Jordan in the Hall of Fame? Jordan was no. In the, Jordan was for Jordan. Jordan was a part owner. Yeah. Right. And. That was yeah. Um and same was Lemieux. Lemieux was yeah. owner and played. Um I don't know what to say to this. I just think I think it, it's gonna be interesting because they just picked up T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Um I just literally think that they're really trying to stack everything in right now because I think they really think that this is their season to to really um, win it. And I think, especially with them beating the Eagles, even though it wasn't Hurts playing, it was Minshew. Mm-hmm. I think that just gave them even more confidence. But I just don't know what to say about this one. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird. It's weird. I don't know where to go well, with it either. Yeah, the news kind of broke, and I thought maybe I was maybe this was 10 years ago eight years ago I, yeah read the wrong tweet yeah like even for that i was like so you're going after 49 year old terrell when you could if you really wanted to make it right bring back des for this run yeah like des i didn't think that last year with the falcon with the falcons with the uh, ravens was that bad it wasn't. And I think in this offense where he might not even have to play as many downs, because if you look, T.Y. Hilton has not played that many downs for for the team. You you literally just put Des in for like goal line, first and goal, second and goal, take him mm-hmm. out after that, right? Just give him the next target. Maybe that's what they're looking at for Terrell, because Terrell's still athletic. So he... He's not as quick as he used to be, but he's still quick. He's still fast. I think we just I just seen him run like a the forty yard, and it was like something like four point four. Yeah, he had like a forty yard dash against uh, Tyreek and almost beat him. Yeah, like so he's still he's still there. He's still athletic. It's just some of these hits that these guys are taking now and all that stuff. I just you just don't want somebody to get injured especially at that age because it's so much harder to recover than when you're younger right yeah i i i want to see it i'm not gonna lie i want to see it i want to see it somewhere else i don't want to see it on dallas i want to see it somewhere else yeah Yeah, that that's where that's where if i was to see it i want to see somewhere else like like 49ers yeah well, isn't that where he ended? Oh, I guess that'd be the return there. For him. Where did he end his career? Wasn't it Tennessee or Buffalo and, or something weird? Ended it, I believe it was Tennessee. Yeah, something weird. Yeah, but like go back to go back to the Niners. That would be 
that'd be interesting. Uh, we talked about the Dolphins. Um, mm-hmm. Tua got a concussion in the second quarter of that game, and it makes sense because he looked terrible in the second half. Oh, he was horrible and, in the second. And half. it it just shows again how terrible the uh, concussion protocol is. Um, they play against the Pats this week, and then the Jets. I I can see. I think they're going to lose both those games. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, all respect just against that Pat's D that has been maybe the best D in the league this year at times. I just don't want this new England team to be in the playoffs. They're so bad. I, I would prefer the jets to get in just yeah. so that. Rob well, the Pats faced kind of... Buffalo the last week. That's my, that's my concern is the rest is the rest from the, from them. I got like, so just to kind of speak this into existence here, I I, I mean, I, I said I like Pittsburgh as well because Pittsburgh, Ravens, and Browns, I mean, if they beat the Ravens, that Browns game, I think they can win. Um, Tennessee, I don't do in it. The Jets, interestingly enough, they face the Dolphins in week, in the final week. Mm-hmm. If they if the Dolphins uh, lose to the Pats, which I think they will, and the Jets win, I could see that being because the the big question would be who's going to be flexed to that final game on week 18. And right now, I guess the leader would be Jags in Tennessee, right? Because it doesn't matter what Jags in Tennessee do this week. Both could win. Both could lose. One could lose. One could win. It's irrelevant to whatever they do. And to the fact of that, if I were the Jags, I would not play Trevor Lawrence this week. I would sit him. Oh, um, I would play who are they facing this week? Dallas. That's a tough game. Oh no, they're not facing Dallas. Uh, Tennessee's facing. They're facing the Texans. I would play. I would play him. Um, I would try to because if they can win that game, and most likely t- Tennessee is going to lose this week, then that pretty much secures them as the winner of that division doesn't it yeah so i would play him this week and then rest him next week mm-hmm. just just so that he has that one week break before i think because like you don't need him you need to more win this game than that last game because well, you don't want him tennessee playing. to like henry is doubtful i think they're just keeping henry out of this game against oh, yeah. the cowboys because there's no point using derrick henry in this game no they're just hoping that the Jags lose. So yeah, well, again, it doesn't matter if the Jags lose. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. literally irrelevant what either team does this week. Whoever wins the game next week is going to the division. So I if look Jags at the wins this week, then they would win the division because don't no. they have the tiebreaker? It doesn't matter because they face each other next week. I know, but did didn't Tennessee? I mean, Jags already. Whoever wins next week gets the tiebreaker. Mm, okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I would play Trevor. Like maybe you do a preseason thing and let Trevor out there for the first quarter or something like that. Or, but if I were them, I'm sitting. I'm sitting Ingram. I'm sitting Trevor. I'm sitting Etienne. I'm just not playing those guys. What's the point? And and and, and the and the bright spot of it too is you're going to screw the Texans potentially. You almost want to tank that game because you can screw the Texans out of the first pick. That's true. Yeah. So it's kind of a 3D chess thing for the Jags. Yeah, let's let's just see how it plays out. But yeah, yeah no, the, there's there's gonna be some 
the next this week weekend is going to be interesting. I don't think the last week is going to be as interesting, but I think this week is going to be interesting. Well, let, let's get into these games right now. And if there's points from the last week you want to talk about, we can talk about it. Yeah. And the points this week we want to talk about, we'll talk about. So yeah, Thursday night, Dallas, Tennessee, another terrible Thursday game because I don't, Tennessee's not playing Ryan Tannehill in this because he's hurt. Um, and I don't think um, Burks is going to be praying in this one as well. Neither is Henry because Tennessee doesn't need to win this uh-huh. game. So they're just going to reserve they're going to get beat down by Dallas. They don't give a shit, and they'll get ready for their game against the Jags. Um, I don't really have a lot to say with this. Dallas, um, that was a close game against Philly. Um, they still have a chance to win the division. Uh, this is going to – and I, I think they uh, – I think it's going to come down to the final week now because I do have Philly losing this week. Okay, what's the – let's do the spreads while we while we do this at the same time. What's the spread for this game? It's uh twelve for the Cowboys, and it's gonna probably be uh what's his name, Malik. It's Malik, yeah. By the way, no Saturday games this week, which I think is terrible. You should have some games on New Year's. I guess they're saving that for the bowls, I suppose. Yeah. But um, here's the thing: I still don't trust Dax. Dak, no. Like he stills way too many turnovers at this point, but Tennessee has not looked good. So, yeah, give me give me a Dallas on this one, even though I'm not like the most tr- trusting of it. Yeah, and to a counterpart to that, we go to uh, Sunday morning, and you have Saints and Eagles. Philly's favored by five and a half. Give me New Orleans. No Lane Johnson, uh, which is crucial right now for Philly. Probably no Jalen Hurts, and you've seen how much that line is really, really open oh, right yeah. now without Lane Johnson there. And it, it's so funny, Senator. And you talk to your, you talk to, you find out who your friends that are football fans are, and who are fantasy football fans really, really quick. When I'm mentioning, like, oh well, Philly's going to win the Super Bowl because they have AJ Brown, and they have this. I'm like, yeah, but they're missing Lane Johnson. Yeah. Like who? I'm like he's mm-hmm. really important to what this team is doing right now, and not having Lane Johnson. And Saints are trying to push. The Saints have every reason to win in this. They do not want. They want. They don't want this pick to go to Philly either. So Philly can help themselves with this pick beating the Saints. So uh, New Orleans has every reason to win this game. Much like I kind of talked about at the beginning of the year, that uh, Seahawks and Broncos game, how that was kind of Seahawks Super Bowl. And Lord, do we know that wasn't the case anymore? Uh, this is kind of a Saints Super Bowl. They want to win this game just to make the pick at least worse for Philly yeah. while beating them. It's five and a half for the Philly, if I didn't say that already. I'm going to go with Philly on this one. Yeah. Even though it's Menchu most likely starting. Yeah. But he played, he didn't play bad against oh, he played good. Dallas. So give me, give me Menchu on this one and give me the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles win, they clinch. I would like a little bit more of the dramatics, though, for Philly. Oh, yeah, for that. sure. Add a little bit uh Philly. If they do lose this third game at the end of the season, it's against the Giants. The Giants team that will probably be needing that game to make the playoffs. So all of a sudden, Philly is not exactly a lock for that one seed, which uh who can catch them for the one seed? Is it just Minnesota? Uh Minnesota, which yeah. And, and, and game up. Can technically San Francisco catch them? I'm not sure where the tiebreaker is. 
Um, I think Philly has it. To tell you the truth, I okay. think they beat them early. In so the only season. Minnesota can get. The I think it's only Minnie that can. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, because Minnesota can, and if if Philly loses out and the Cowboys win in, Dallas now has the tiebreaker on them, right? I guess they yep. would lose the, the last divisional game to the Giants there. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, Chicago and Detroit. Man, did Detroit lay an egg last week? This week they're favored by six. Uh, their playoff hopes are still alive. Um, but they are they have definitely they, thinned out a little they bit. They needed that last game. Yeah. They needed that last they game. They would be in the playoffs um, right now. They would be the third team in the playoffs right now for the wild card. Yeah, I can't believe can't believe that they messed up as badly as they did on that one. Yeah. Um, but give me give me the lines on this week. Yeah. Chicago has no reason to win. They want to stay secure to that second spot. They don't want to dump down and have Denver, Seattle pick, make them go to second, especially if, you know, Carter is looking like the number two pick right now. And potentially, if the Jags do start sitting people in that Houston game, they don't want to risk potentially even still having a chance of that first pick. Again, the first. Yep. So, yep. yeah, give me give me the Lions in this game. Carolina and Tampa, which I guess is the game of the morning, this could very well determine – the NFC South. I, if the Bucks win, they clinch. If I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then they'll go to eight and eight, and yeah, no one else can catch them. That even if, well, don't the Saints and the Bucks face the last week? No, they Saints don't. Have, the Saint, no, it's um, who are the Bucks facing? I think Bucks are facing Atlanta the last week. So it, it doesn't matter what happens if if the Bucks win this. They clinch and then Brady will get a week off. Yeah. No. So, is it only one team gets a week off? No, I'm just saying Brady will get a week off because they don't oh, really play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they would have yeah, played. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give me Carolina in this game. Yeah. Uh, I could see it because Tampa just pulls these games out of their ass. Yeah. And Carolina's defense is good, good for is... them for not trading Burns. Good for them for not trading Burns. We know they had offers for Burns, mm-hmm. and they they stayed planted in not trading Burns or J.C. Horn when they did the CMC trade. And I, I actually think it's – you look at where that trade was, it's kind of what both teams won that trade. Of mm-hmm. They needed to move on from CMC because he was the identity of that team, and they have really good running back now in Foreman that will be a free agent. And if not, Chubba Hubbard's been really good as well. They have a good O-line. They got guys like J.C. Horn and Burns. Uh, they've rallied around this new coach who probably will be their coach next year, and Sam Darnold's looked all right. Yep. I I just think the only way that they, to me, that they actually lose this game is if Darnold loses it for them. Yeah. I think that Tampa Bay has not shown that they're a playoff team mm-hmm. right now. Um, People might say that they have because they've managed to pull up some of these come from behind wins or whatever mm-hmm. but there a lot of those games weren't even against like really good defenses carolina has a really good defense so this will be the one to this is the one where i say carolina really has a shot to to take over and i think i called it last week where i said like to me i think carolina is the ones that's going to take the division so 
if you were Dallas, who is going to probably face one of these teams because the Eagles more than likely still win the division, yeah. um, you would probably rather face Carolina or would you rather face the Bucks? That's a tough one. Um, I think if you're if you're Dallas, you're more likely wanting to face Carolina because of the inexperience in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But as far as like strength of a team, I think you would prefer to play the Bucks. But if you really had to make a choice, I think Brady still has that allure to him. We know what the NFL and, wants. Yeah, if it's playoff time, you you don't go against Brady, right? So yeah, the NFL wants to market Tom Brady versus the the Cowboys. Oh yeah, Tom Brady versus America's team. Yeah. Uh, next game we don't have to talk about Denver, Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is still back and forth with the Bills right now. Kansas City has this Denver game and the Raider game, so they will go fourteen and and three. Uh, and Buffalo's final two games are against the Bengals and the Pats. So pretty much if Buffalo, we'll talk about it in a second, but, but if Buffalo mm-hmm. loses that Bengals game, I would say that the Chiefs have secured the one seed and played an arrowhead. That game is going to be an amazing game to watch. That Bengals-Bills uh, game. Yeah. Um, For this game right here, that's Monday night football. That has got to be the best Monday night football game be. we've had in two, three years. It might get, it might go do over 30 mil. I, I know just aside, but we're wrestling fans and Monday night raw has built up this big night for everything. Mm-hmm. Just a sidebar. If I were WWE, if you wanted to pop a rating, that's maybe when you want to promote Cody Rhodes coming back. I want to do a surprise. I would maybe promote that for them because mm-hmm. they are going to get murdered. That is not a that is I don't think that they were expecting such a big game. No. On on that night. So it's gonna be it's gonna be and that's gonna be the end for fantasy playoffs for a lot of deep people, and that's gonna have oh, yeah. so many players. That's that's crazy. I had and no then, idea that was Monday night football this week. And then on top of that, you gotta think about this is what we know what WWE is going to do. We know what yeah. Raw is going to do. They're going to do the commercial-free first hour, yeah, and try to put as on as many like big name matches, whatever. But to tell you the truth, this might be one of those ones where you have to just sit down there and be like, "Hey, NFL, you you have it. <laughs> you yeah. have this week." Like it's the last Monday night game they go against you. Yeah, just just you you won this week. It's okay. For sure. uh, so yeah, Kansas City will destroy the Broncos. So I'm not going to really talk about that. Uh, Colts and the Giants, pretty much for the Giants, I believe they win this game and they clinch a playoff spot as well, if I'm not mistaken. Right? I guess technically not because didn't Seattle beat them? So Seattle still has the tiebreaker on them. If Seattle Seahawks still win has out. a chance, but yeah, but oh no, Seattle can't because the tie. Who has the tie? So, Oh, the, are you talking the about Giants. the Giants and Commanders? or? Yeah, so the, the Giants have to lose their next two games for Seattle to catch them. Pretty much, it seems like the Giants are pretty much in now. They're pretty much a lock. Um, yeah, but they'll officially clinch, I believe, with winning this game. I think Seahawks kind of plateaued at the wrong yeah. time. Yeah, it was house money, though. Like like yeah. with your Falcons, it, they're like, whatever. Yeah, so 
but I also think that Gino is also still playing for he has to, he still has to play for a contract. Yeah. Um he he's not secured in one at this point right now. No. Especially because of the fall off. So hopefully I want Seahawks to win this game. So I'm just gonna choose Seahawks. No, this is Colts and Giants. Of... Sorry, this is Colts and Giants. Oh, I'm just Colts talking about Seahawks. Sorry. Yeah. Jeff Saturday is in like the most weirdest position right now. Yeah. So give me the Colts to win this game. I'm rooting for the Colts as far as draft position goes. I'm yeah. I'm rooting for the Colts. <laughs> give me give me the Colts in this one. And you I, are too, I guess. I, we're both I rooting for the Colts as far as draft position goes. So give me give me the give me the Colts in this one. Uh Jaguars and Texans. We kind of talked about this game. Yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I don't know if the Jags will kind of pump the brakes a little bit as they get ready for next week. Um, Texans, you know, people, you know, and I know coach got into it into our, when we had a, a conversation with it, but you and I have been riding the Texans for a while now, just saying like, this has been a frisky team. I wonder what the performances they've had now um, against the Browns that was close against the Cowboys against Kansas city. And then finally getting that Titans win. I wonder if they've done enough to give Lovey one more year. I think he deserves one more year. Yeah. And I I don't think the NFL wants to see another black coach get like fired. It just sucks because of what their team is, right? Yeah. Like the point differential, the win loss, everything like that. But they played, we talked about it. We bigged them up. We said that they play hard. They just, don't have the talent to keep up, but they they play hard. So um, I'm hoping he gets one more year because he did a way better job than Nathaniel Hackett. Even though Nathaniel Hackett has two had two more wins, his than players they played did. for him. There is a lack. Yeah. This is the worst roster in the NFL. It's not even close. His players played for him. It kind of reminded me of the Lions with Dan Campbell last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give. Any to me, I think he earns it. So give him, give him one more year. Uh, I actually was, would give him two more years because yeah. we already know that there's a good chance that they're trying to go for another quarterback. Yeah, they're probably get Bryce Young. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, you guys host Arizona. You're favored by three and a half. It looks like Colt McCoy now will be a quarterback for the Cardinals in this one. You're at the point now where it's like I'm not rooting against my team, but hey, if we lose, I'm not going to be that mad. Um, I'm never at that point. I'm always at the point where I'm just saying because the Cardinals are one of those teams that yeah. they win, they leapfrog you, and you get lower in the draft. Oh yeah, no, and I, I know exactly what you meant, yeah. but it's also I just each game at this point right now, I just need to see progression from Ritter. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, right, that's that's pretty much it. So I do think we win this game, but. I need to see like improvement in accuracy from Ritter. One of the more interesting off seasons, both these teams, I mean, Cardinals, I'm assuming Cliff is gone. I'm assuming he's one of the coaches fired and Kyler's future. I don't wish for somebody to lose their job, but yeah, I don't listen that either. And this is, people are going to laugh. I think this is one of the sneaky Sean Payton teams, potentially. I don't even think it's sneaky. I think it's fully up there. Yeah. Uh Kyler, let's just say the Cardinals aren't probably gonna turn down a phone call about Kyler. They are willing to listen. 
Oh yeah, for sure. They are willing to listen. I can't. I don't know exactly what the dead cap is right now. I'd have to check that in a bit. Maybe it's higher than I know, and I'm an idiot. Um, Cleveland and the Commanders. Commanders win this game. Your playoff chances got really, really high. Uh, they're back to Wentz now. Wentz is in the quarterback position. And uh, for the Browns, Deshaun sucks, and that's wonderful for everybody. Uh, here's here's the thing about this game. What's the what's the odds? What's the fit? It's two and a half. For commanders. commanders, yeah. Here is the worst part about this game. As horrible as Deshaun Watson has played, Carson Wentz can definitely still be there to give him a run for his money. <laughs> this is true. So, so <laughs> the spread is like one of those. To me, it's not even the easy. It's not one of those easy spreads to choose. And unfortunately, I'm. Probably going to go with Cleveland on this one, even though I don't want to root for Deshaun to get a win. But yeah, yeah when the pressure's on, Wentz just finds a way to Wentz it up. So I don't want to root for Deshaun or the Browns either, but I'm more interested in the Lions or Seahawks being in the playoffs. They're just more exciting teams, oh, yeah. at least for the first round. So just for the benefit of the playoffs, with all respect to the commanders and their fans, you're just kind of a boring team. And it would be much more exciting if the Seahawks, the Packers, or the Lions are in that final wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, and the way how it's looking, it's they're really trying to it's because the uh Packers are really starting to step up at this point right now. So yeah. Uh yeah. another big game. Miami and the Patriots. Miami wins. They're done. They're in the playoffs, and they don't have to worry. About, and they'll mm-hmm. figure out what happens with Tua when they get in. If they're in the playoffs, they're an interesting team as far as the playoffs go. Problem is, they're facing a Pats defense. It's really, really good. Uh, and it's Bill Belichick. And my, it's funny. All those years, the Miami came into New England and screwed the Patriots mm-hmm. out of a top-ranked seed that one year with Brady where they lowered him down and he didn't make the – the playoffs. Now we're at a point where the Pats can really screw them, and I mean, then the Dolphins. We'll see what. Who did the Dolphins face their final week again? Who was I saying here? Uh, uh, Jets, wasn't it? And they face the Jets, and the Jets are going to want to win that game. So uh, that and that could be potentially the the Sunday night flex game. Um, but I have the Patriots winning this game. The line is three, and it's in Foxborough. Yeah, give me the Patriots on this one here. I think that Belichick is this might be this might end up being his best defensive called game yeah. of this season. So just for retribution. Uh we go to the afternoon. San Francisco goes into Vegas to take on the Raiders. This line started this morning. It was Niners by six. It has now jumped up to ten. This is gonna be an ass whoop. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. Sam, it's gonna be bad. It's Sam, gonna be bad. Sam, if you're a, if you're a Raiders fan, you might just watch this game because you just support your team. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be bad. If this game is on, like I canceled DAZN about three weeks ago because I was like, I can get by this final month without having to pay the twenty five bucks for DAZN. Mm. And now that we have these final two, and the main reason I had DAZN was to watch my team. 
and looking at some of the other games we have on Sunday, I'm like, yay, if it's on or if I catch in a red zone, cool, but I'm not watching this destruction. Yeah, no. The shout out to my 49er fans. Yeah. But man, this is going to be. It's going to be, be bad. I, I be hope bad. the Jared. I mean, here, here's my question to you is I, I, I'm not in the fantasy final this week, but if you have Devontae Adams, you still have to play him, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I just, and same with Josh Jacobs. I've had a few friends ask me, like, what do I do? It's the Niners defense. I'm like, well, just because Carr is out doesn't hurt Jacobs. I probably run it more with Jacobs, honestly. It's, yeah, it's, he, he's not going to give you the big points, like those touchdown, the touchdown scoring points, but yeah. he is going to give you enough yardage, hopefully, that can make a huge difference whether you to help you win or lose the other afternoon games uh there's 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 two that are just dynamite the jets travel to seattle to take on the seahawks the line is two i don't agree with that line at all i think the seahawks should be favored because it's it's two for the jets in seattle i don't agree with that i would go seattle by at least one because it's in seattle um but i could see the jets winning this with mike white but i just don't like the line um I actually do like the line because for me, I think that, like I said, the team rallied around Mike, Mike White. And I also think that he's proven to put up a lot of yardage compared to what um, the Seahawks have been doing in the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. So give me the jets on this one. Should be a fun game. Um we have no line in this game. Rams and Chargers. I'm not sure why we don't have a line. Is, some, is there something with Herbert that I'm not aware of? They may sit him, to tell you the truth. They already clinched. They may. Yeah, and I guess they – can they go any higher? Not really. No, they're stuck at so, two. Yeah. I guess they could pass Baltimore, technically, but I don't think Baltimore – I mean – I don't know where the tiebreakers are. I mean, the Baltimore beats the Steelers is done, and I don't see Baltimore beating the Bengals in that final game because the Bengals potentially, if the Chiefs somehow fumble the ball in this last game against the Broncos or Raiders. Um, could end up, could but end it could – I mean, the Bengals still have a chance for the two seed at that point, yeah. right, which they can at least get home advantage if they travel to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why there's no line of that. Look, the Rams have been kind of fun and – I'm really happy for Baker and it seems like he's kind of maybe found the coach that he was supposed to be with all this time and Sean McVay. And we talked about it, the, uh, that quarterback carousel side we were talking about of, I don't think there's really a question. I think Baker will be around next year. It's just a question if he's Sam's back, if he's, uh, if he's Stafford's backup or if he's the starter next year, but I do think Baker will be back as a Ram next year. Uh to me, I think if Baker is smart, he will stick with the Rams. Yeah, I think he will. So, I think that's a good fit. And for this game, to tell you the truth, I think one of the one of the things too is they're confused because they don't know. Vegas is probably super confused because they have no clue what the line should be. Like and they probably don't know at home who has home advantage. Is there more yeah. Rams? There's probably more Rams fans in LA. I think. And Rams just put up 50 points. Like, I yeah. know I know that it was against Denver, who doesn't really score a lot. But their defense is supposed to be 
like we talked about, their defense is supposed to be the stuff that kept them in games. They they hung 50 points on them. Okay, so this was off the score. So I went to bet 365. Their line is Chargers six and a half. That seems right. Yeah. Uh, you know, give me the Chargers on this one. Um, this I would I would avoid this game to tell you the truth. I kind of think the Rams could have a sneaky W here. That's what that's what I'm saying. Just this yeah. might be one that you want to avoid. Like it's just yeah. a tough, tough one. Uh, and then the final game of the afternoon. Packers and Vikings, uh, what a game. Uh, I kind Again, I'm just rooting for fun playoff games, mm-hmm. and it's just more fun if Aaron Rodgers is in the playoffs. So give me the Packers to beat the Vikings in this one. What is Minnesota co- favored by? It's three and a half for the Packers because it's in Lambeau. Oh, okay. Um... I, if I would probably, if I was a betting man, I'd probably pick the Vikings. Honestly, I'm going with you on this one. Yeah, I'm going to choose the Packers on this one. Right now, the score, which has voting uh, for the spread, it's 50-50 right now. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But some fun afternoon games between the Jets game uh, against the Seahawks, uh, Minnesota and the Packers, and that Rams and Chargers game, I think will put up a bunch of points and it'll just be a fun game. Because this Rams just... team, without Donald, without Cup. Without Allen Robinson, they've kind of been fighting these last few games with Baker all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And they've been – they haven't been a great team by any means, but they've just been interesting to watch. They just They're not going down sad. I, I respect yeah. that about the Rams. They're not going out sad. Um, Sunday night football. Can't ask for a better rival – one of the best rivalries in football right now. Steelers, Ravens. Um, I don't think Lamar – has Lamar officially been ruled out of this game yet? I don't think so at this point yet. Um, I can't imagine why they would play him. There's not really a reason to play Lamar in this one because I don't think they're going to catch Cincinnati. Mm, I don't think so either. So if I were them, I would just save Lamar for the playoffs at this point, be stuck in that one seed uh, because you're going to face either the Jags or the Titans anyways. That might be a better position to be in than potentially Mm -hmm. facing who would they face? The Dolphins or the Jets? I'd rather face Jacksonville or Tennessee. Oh yeah, I would. Uh, I Jacksonville played them well though. They did the revenge game. Yeah, I, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm Pittsburgh. Tomlin is going kicking and screaming for this over 500 season. He will go kicking and screaming into the night. I'm picking Pittsburgh. They face the Browns the final week of the season. By the way. Um, Steelers are favored though, right? No, Baltimore's favorite. It's in Baltimore. You know what? Last give, time they played, give... it was sixteen to fourteen. It was a close game. I just, they just haven't really looked good. So yeah, Do give Baltimore? me Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just they like they're one of the worst ten win teams I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah, give me the Steelers. I was I was really gonna choose Baltimore, but yeah, no, give me the Steelers on this one. And then Buffalo travels to Cincinnati. 
Buffalo is favored by a half point. I will take the Cincinnati Bengals. They are really on fire right now. And you know, the, we're all winners in this game because it's just going to be a fun game. Oh, yeah. Are there any injuries that we need to be aware of? Uh, let me just double check here. Injuries. Um, well, other than the ones we already know, like, like Micah Hyde or, you know, Von Miller. Yeah. But nothing crazy for the Bills. I guess the big one for um, the Bengals is Collins. When he went down, that Patriots game kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's the big one. Hayden Hurst is questionable. Uh, those are the big. Yeah, those are the big ones right now. Um, this is just gonna be a really good game. Yeah. Uh, give me, give me Bengals. Like I said, like we all. This is one of those ones where we can legitimately say we all win watching this game. You, it, it's not like you get this late in the season have the potential AFC championship game preview mm-hmm. this late in the season. Like these teams might face off against each other in what is it two two three weeks here, yep. a little bit longer three four weeks here. That this could be the AFC championship game. Uh, it's a bit. I mean, I think the Bills need this more than the Bengals need this because the Bills really want that home field advantage against both Cincinnati and Kansas City. They need it. It's yeah. not even that. They want it. They need that first place, that yeah. first place buy. And it looked like Buffalo was going to lose it for a bit. Yep. So uh, the Bills, I can't remember their final game against is against the Patriots, which if they win this game, I don't think they'll sit the final. I don't think they'll sit their players against the the Pats then. They'll probably be playing. If they lose against the Bengals, I bet you they sit their players against oh, the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. But if they win against the Bengals, they are... that, they'll probably just be like, we're not, even if we beat the Pats, Kansas City is going to smash uh, Vegas and they're going to smash the Broncos. There's no point in us going anywhere into this. Yep. And they're going to, and you need to rest up your players at yeah. that point. So, yeah, no, I definitely see that. But the, it all, it literally all comes down to if they win this week or not. Yeah, and there you go, folks. It is uh, it is a crazy final week here. Uh, final week before final fantasy week for some, and just final overall week of the NFL. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. This this is probably the this is the weekend. Next weekend is isn't gonna be as interesting. This weekend is the weekend that you definitely want to be watching, watching these games. Yeah. And it uh, looks like my Tar Heels are about to lose their bowl game, which is unfortunate. That sucks. Yeah. They lost by uh, one point at the end there. But we got some good ones coming up here for some bowls. It's, it's so weird that Alabama just has, like, a normal bowl game. <laughs> it's so weird. It is. Yeah, they've kind of – It just seems. it just seems interesting. Yeah. Especially with the fact that it's Bama. Right, like we're so yeah. used to Bama having the bigger ones. Yeah, and I mean the big ones but will be on Saturday, like I talked about. Why there's no NFL games? So we had TCU and Michigan again, and then Ohio State and Georgia. Uh, TCU Michigan, I'm sure is fine, but the game I'm more interested in is Ohio State and Georgia. This Georgia team is just <laughs> gross. How good, how much talent they have. It's going to be like when we look back from the team this year uh, and 
and last year. It's going to be like when we look back at some of those old Hurricane teams, we're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what NFL talent is on this team. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's disgusting how ta- talented that team is. So there you go, folks. Uh, we'll be back for our final regular season week, and then it is playoff time. Senator's team is more or less done. My team's more or less done. And I think we actually are getting coach next week as we go into the final stretch here. And uh, we will see where everything goes. Until next time, folks. Cheers.